did it get here? Where did it come from? Gentlemen, do you realize what we've found? It came from outer space to fill the world with terror. What earthly power can stop this terror? That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop. The from outer space. And here we go. Welcome back, everybody. It's the podcast from outer space. It's your boy, Rob Scott. We got Adam Narlock, a.k.a. Teabag, in the house tonight. Hey, Legion. Thanks for listening. And as always, it's Ryan Scott. Hey, everybody. How the fuck are we doing today? And tonight, we'll be executing Order 86. That's Episode 86. And we're not talking about the Clone Wars tonight. We're talking about Celebrity Clones, a.k.a. Clone Theories, a.k.a. Doppelgangers. And this, I believe, is a fan request. Yes, yes. We are back and better than ever uh, with yet another listener request. Now, this one, shout out to Ryan Lineberry, another Ryan, perhaps a clone. Mm. Not a clone. A Ryan clone? <laughs> Not a clone, actually a fan. Uh, so thank you for tuning in and for the request here. Now, he sends us over a DM saying, hey, you know, ever look into celebrity body swaps? Um, sent over some literature. I started diving into this stuff. Now, originally, I'm thinking, like, I wasn't too familiar with any of this stuff, but I figure, you know, this could make for an interesting episode. It's it kind of relates to doppelganger theory. Cloning in general is like a sci-fi thing. Uh, that could also be interesting. Then I start actually diving specifically into the celebrity clone stuff. And holy fuck, I mean, can you go down the rabbit hole with this one? Uh, so that being said... This episode has got everything from sinister esoteric groups like possibly the Illuminati to the hard science of cloning and plenty of celebrity gossip for all you gossip girls out there. Uh, and I, I mean, I think with this one, I read Britney Spears' entire like um, biography. Tragedy, dude. Yeah. And disclaimer right up top, I spent a lot of time on Reddit. Looking at porn? I, no, I spent a <laughs> I spent a lot of time on Reddit and Blogspots, which is where most of this research comes from. So you know, keep that in mind. I mean, this stuff is right up there with Flat Earth and birds aren't real. Um, so this is definitely one of the more open minded episodes, we'll say. Um, I mean, if you're comparing it to those two, I'd say yeah. very open-minded. <laughs> yeah, very open-minded. Uh, so, you know, get into the right headspace for this one, which is probably eating some mushrooms and chiefing a couple blunts. Now, as our lawyer, as our, as our lawyer, do, do we need to put out a disclaimer that we don't support or not support that lifestyle choice? This is America, Rob? brother. Land of the free. Yeah, and especially if you're in Oregon, dude. You know, maybe smoke a little crack. <laughs> okay, uh, we're not condoning that. <laughs> <It's so bad. laughs> yeah. We're condoning the natural stuff. Okay, we're okay. Not condoning. Uh, yeah, I mean, if it comes from the ground, chemicals into yeah, your body. If it comes from the ground, it's probably okay. Are <laughs> <laughs> you Seth Rogen's dad? <laughs> yeah. So overview with this episode. I mean, I tried to take broad strokes here. Is that the term, Rob? You're the uh, oh, painter. I bet you did. Yeah. Are you Van Gogh now? <laughs> yeah, you gonna cut your ear off next? No, I'm taking broad strokes here in terms of topics. You know, we've got some mythology and tales of doppelgangers. We've got cloning technology, some scientific chatter. Um, Do we have where the word itself originates? Is that German? Yeah, that's German, and you're again getting a little. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. Just like San Diego. Um, yeah, and you know those will serve as kind of precursors to set up this grandiose celebrity clone theory or celebrity body swap, uh, because there's a there's a ton of theories out there. Um, so this 
isn't really uh one, there's not really like one umbrella we can put these under you know but i've tried to do my best in finding some of the better or more talked about theories in regards to this stuff i mean this is very similar to like reptilians there's just so much on it like you could go any which way it's a web we'll say a web of deceit um so have you guys ever heard any of this stuff before or what do you what do you know if anything about any of these you know doppelgangers cloning celebrity clone theories what do we got i feel like i first heard the term doppelganger when i was playing maximum carnage and they got that goro looking spider-man guy i think his name is doppelganger okay cool so again comic um origin comic in origin and video games for you yeah, story of my life. I'm starting to question my childhood, honestly. That's where this guy gets all his info from. Okay, now what are you thinking? You yourself could be a doppelganger or a clone? I think I have a doppelganger out there, definitely. Okay, and who might that be? Uh, my boy, Vinny Prosball. That guy could be my dad, maybe. A doppelganger dad? Is that, can you, is that a possible doppelganger daddy? It happened with Django Fett and Boba Fett. Uh, uh, and we'll get into that a little later, too. Uh, wouldn't that be more of a clone? Well, okay, mm. that's the term gets muddled, but I mean, what do you got? <laughs> Semantics. What do you got? Not an in, English major. Yeah, what do you got in terms of, you know, your experiences with this kind of stuff? Uh, doppelgangers, uh, whatever, don't really believe in that. Uh, cloning, <laughs> I definitely think cloning is actively going on in here, maybe in Russia, China, hell, maybe even down in Thailand. Okay, so well, you're just saying you think this stuff with cloning could be real but i mean i I have heard of the celebrity stuff um i think it's interesting but i'm not sure how much weight it really holds okay okay so don't put all the eggs in that basket i would say yes are you are you suggesting cloning isn't real it's already happening brother no that's i'm (laughs) i'm saying i i know that cloning is happening I'm saying I don't really believe that the whole doppelganger theory that like everyone has someone out there that looks exactly like them. All right, all right. Okay, now when you say cloning is real, you seem convinced of this. Are we talking about human clones or what are we talking about, T-Bag? I'm talking about, didn't they clone that goat back in like Y2K or something? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that? Y2K. Uh, it was much before Y2K, but yes, I have a segment on there. So that, but that's animal cloning, and that's we'll a little bit different. We'll get into that later, you know. And yes, we will get into that later. So let's start this one off with just some basic definitions. Get into the first layer of the onion here, uh, because this is an onion episode. You know, many layers to it, and it's fake. <laughs> and that's good. <laughs> oh, double meaning. Uh, so doppelganger or uh, doppelganger. DG. How, how would you say it in German? <laughs> None of us are German <laughs> here. Who are you asking? German. Oh, the doppelganger. No, <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you know, translated from German to literally double walker. Uh, this is the most common, this is most commonly a biologically unrelated lookalike or double of a living person. The double-double. Yeah, now doppelganger wasn't always the term used here. In the early 18th century, the term fetch was used. No, it was not. <laughs> Stop fake. trying to make fetch happen, all right? Yeah, yeah. So let's get the mean girl jokes out, out, out of the way. And this is not, now, I'm not even shitting you here. You this, set that one up. This was traced back to Irish folklore, um, basically being a supernatural double or apparition of a living person. Very the, similar to the uh, old Irish leprechaun flute. 
I don't think it's anything like a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the legend has it that if you see a fetch, um, it is seen as an omen uh, specifically for impending death. Um, now, somewhere in the 19th century, the German word doppelganger became applied to the paranormal concept in fiction and mythology, uh, often portrayed as a ghostly or paranormal phenomenon and usually a harbinger of bad luck. So it's like we always look at these folklore type episodes and it's no different here. It pretty much becomes more generalized, more watered down. I mean, like we were looking at with vampires, you go back in the history of that, it was very specific and regional and it kind of all gets rolled into one thing. Same thing with doppelganger. It's pretty much becomes more generalized. Um, other traditions and stories equate a doppelganger with an evil twin. And in more recent times, the term twin stranger is used. Now, twin strangers, I, I think uh, this all kind of came about with social media being all the rage. There's a ton of examples of people finding their quote unquote mm -hmm. twin strangers online. Uh, there are several websites that use, you know, facial recognition software and attempt to match you with your doppelganger. But really, it's just Russians trying to steal all your information. Yeah, I think that is the case <laughs> because I tried this. You know, I, I had to sign up, put all our faces in there. Great, and our I, social security numbers. <laughs> no, not That's social, I've been getting all these calls. Not social security, but um, I tried this, and I got to say, it's pretty stupid. It's dumb and stupid. <laughs> and, and now all of our faces are out there. <laughs> yeah, and there was like... Uh, what about that? Remember that celebrity lookalike app that was all the rage, like oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. like maybe two years ago? I mean, did you guys ever do that? That was like ten years ago, but okay. No, that was like two years ago, dude. That was like twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's pretty recent. When I was teaching technology, the students were they were on that website a lot. Yeah, that wasn't in two thousand ten, Rob. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was in twenty eighteen either. All right. Well, you guys ever do that? I did not. I'm okay. not a child. Okay. That's great. Okay. Well. Did you do it? I did. I think I got like a 50% match with Eminem or something like that. But these apps are pretty stupid, right? I mean, I think so. <laughs> okay, Considering so, you look nothing like Eminem besides the do-rag that you're wearing right now. Uh, okay. Well, you know, let's get back to it because this doppelganger business, it's not all fun and games with these face apps. You know, there's a pretty dark history associated with the term. So let's take a look at some in real life or IRL encounter. Now, furthermore, kind of going off of that, if this stuff is like a bad omen, you know, we see in mythology and with the Irish fetch folklore that this stuff is a bad omen. So why would you willingly seek that out? You know, all these idiots on these apps, like, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you eat a Tide Pod? Why? Okay, so people are stupid, yes? Agreed. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, think about that the next time one of these apps is trending with the facial recognition doppelganger stuff, because that's a bad omen, and you're probably going to die. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, there's our next movie idea. It's a horror movie where you download an app, you find your doppel celebrity doppelganger, and then you die a week later. Okay, so this is like an updated ring type thing. They come kill you, your doppelganger. Yeah. I'm liking this. You. Copyright, trademark. Take over your life. I got it. We'll write the screenplay. I've been working on a few screenplay ideas with a uh, dear friend. Let's get into a history of some real life encounters. So, number one, we got this gentleman, John Don. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you is? John Don or John Donnie? 
I would guess just the E is silent. Okay, John Donne. He was an English metaphysical poet. Uh, now, he saw his wife's doppelganger in 1612 in Paris. So he has this strange vision of a doppelganger. This was the same night that their daughter was miscarried. He had a vision or he saw her in I mean, life? saw. Yeah. It says saw his wife's doppelganger. I mean, these are also associated with visions. Like, that's what these people construed them as. They were like, mm. I had a vision. This is like in um, Final Destination. When he has okay. the premonition, maybe. Okay. Um, now, if John Don here had magic, if he had managed to pull off the uh, doppelganger banger, is that like doing it with twins? I don't think he <laughs> <You> banged. <laughs> so you're saying maybe he banged the doppelganger of his wife, and this is the karma? This is their miscarriage is the karma here? I don't no, think I'm that's saying, what he was what getting if, at. What if John Juan, Don Juan or whatever over here, Managed to pull off the three-way. He sees this woman that looks exactly like his wife, gets her in, has a three-way. His wife's already at home. He's like, hey, I thought this was you. Yeah, he says, I thought it was you. And then she <laughs> and then she has a miscarriage. We just wrote our first porno. This is great. Well, not the miscarriage part, but... Uh, <laughs> now, Some people might be into that. Now, Mary oh, Shelley God. of Frankenstein fame, uh, you recall that episode? Never heard of it. Very dark. Uh, now, she wrote a letter to a dear friend in what she told of her husband, Percy Shelley's, claims that he had met his own doppelganger. Now, only a week after Mary's nearly fatal miscarriage herself, in the early hours of June 23, 1822, Percy Shelley had a nightmare about the house collapsing in a flood. Ooh. Weeks later, on July 8, 1822, the English poet Percy Shelley drowned in the Bay of Spezia near Lerici in Italy. Allora. So, you know, that's again a little dark. And also, so a little dark? A little it sounds dark. like anytime you see a doppelganger, you're going to have a fucking miscarry. Yeah. What, what's with die. the miscarry thing? That's a mm. deep connection in these early sightings. Um, now, also on July 22nd, we're getting to another sighting here, 1893, Vice Admiral Sir George Tyron was said to have walked through the drawing room of, of his family home in Eden Square, London, looking straight ahead without exchanging a word to anyone. This happened in front of several guests at a party. Now, the real George Tyron was on a ship maneuvering off to the coast of Syria. It was later reported that he had gone down with his ship, the HMS Victoria, the very same night his doppelganger was spotted after it collided with the HMS Caperdown following an unexplained and bizarre order to turn the ship in the direction of the other vessel. Order 66. So that's a little strange, right? I mean, all these people see this guy at a party. Meanwhile, he's off drowning on a boat. Well, it sounds like you see a doppelganger and either you're dead or someone that you know is dead. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Very strange. Uh, now, I suppose these aren't all doom and gloom as the following is an example of a doppelganger which was perceived by the observer to be both benign and reassuring. This was Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, who wrote in his autobiography uh, in 1833 that he was going to see Frederica. Now, I don't know if this was a lover, a friend, uh, someone near and dear to him. 
And I guess he was leaving because he writes that she was crying as he rode away and he felt uneasy and afraid as he saw, quote, My own figure coming towards me on horseback and on the same road, attired in dress that I had never worn. It was pike gray with somewhat gold. As soon as I shook myself out of this dream, the figure had entirely disappeared. Now, he goes on to write that some eight years later, he found himself riding on the very same road to pay another visit to Frederica. And he says by sheer chance, he had just been happening to be in the same clothes from his vision. And he says for some reason, this strange illusion calmed him at the moment he was departing the city. Now, is that more like a case of deja vu? Yeah, that's... Uh, okay, not... It's like reverse deja vu, yeah? Because he saw oh, himself, yeah. and then years later, he was wearing the same clothes, or he just subconsciously had that in his mind and dressed up like that eight years later and rode down the same road. Mm. Mm. You know? Time's a flat circle, am I right? Yeah, it, it is rust coal. Now, <laughs> what are we thinking, like... What are we thinking in terms of these sightings? Like, is there some logical explanation for this stuff? I mean, thoughts so far, what are we thinking of these early doppelganger sightings? It all seems to be related to, like, drowning or miscarriages, stuff like that. What do we think? Sounds pretty fucked up. (laughs) Sounds like anytime these people (laughs) see a doppelganger, there's something terrible happening. Well, yeah, we know it's fucked up, but what, like, do you think it is something paranormal? It's just some weird final destination type vision, or what are we thinking, like, could be the explanation here? I'm just wondering, like, it's kind of like, okay, so you're seeing yourself and something bad happens, so is that like, are you... Are you good or is that person evil? And or what if that person saw you? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you evil and something bad happens to them? It's wild, man. Is this like alternate realities crossing paths or something? Yeah. yeah, like that could be the explanation here. I think a lot of people assume it's like Rick or opened a portal and you <laughs> I mean, saw no, into no. it. And you went into the exact parallel reality. It's like uh I mean, maybe it could be something with this dimensional uh, travel type stuff or a lot of times yeah teabag it's like you were saying like doppelgangers are linked with uh, like identity like who is the real guy it becomes this whole I guess philosophical thought experiment of like identity you know and that goes on to cloning which we can get into later like you clone somebody and like who is the real person you know the mm. person that you started the clone from right well, there is, there's a bit debate there, and we'll get into that a little bit later in a cloning segment, but basically the logical explanation for the, some of these early doppelganger sightings seems to be hutoscopy. This is a term used in psychiatry and neurology for the hallucination of seeing one's own body at a distance. Um, this can occur as a symptom in schizophrenia and even epilepsy in some cases. And is considered by many to be the most likely explanation for the doppelganger phenomena. Now, is that anything like uh, like when they astral project, like an out of body experience? Yeah, I believe so. But I think this, like, there's a different term for that, uh, and it is escaping me at the moment. But it's a different type of. It, it might just be like auto um, autoscopy or something like that. And don't quote me on that. I'm not a scientist here. But I'm just saying that 
this is like specifically seeing your own self. Like a lot of times people have an out of body experience where they're seeing like a bird's eye view or something similar to that. Right. But I think this one is regarding like specifically seeing your own self at a distance. Um, and well, in some of these cases, they're seeing someone else, correct? Like the one where the guy is at the party, he's just walking through the party chilling. That wasn't him seeing himself. Yeah, yeah, that was over there drowning. But that was somebody else seeing him. I mean, so I mean, maybe that's not Mm. how this term explains it. And maybe you've cracked an egg over this whole thing. You've poked a hole in this theory. Yeah, sorry, science. Um, But (laughs) now there's also the term polyopic hutoscopy, uh, which refers to cases where more than one double is perceived. Uh, In 2006, Peter Brueger and his colleagues described the case of a man who experienced five doubles, resulting in a tumor. Would that not be a double then? It's five. Okay. I I just, you know, (laughs) he's all five of himself. This was just really drunk. Well, this was because of a tumor in the insular region of his left temporal lobe. Jesus Christ. So this could also be some sort of chemical imbalance in the brain with these people. Maybe, like, do we think maybe all these early poets were just fucking schizophrenic or epileptic? Or had cancer. Or had tumors in their head? (laughs) It's not a tumor. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Uh, I mean, that's what the, that's what science would have us believe. And fun fact, another related autoscopy disorder is known as negative autoscopy. Uh, and this is like a psychological phenomenon in which the person doesn't see their own reflection that's when looking being in a, a vampire. Mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that. Well, that's crazy. I didn't even, that's like, I didn't even know that was a thing. They got an excuse for everything. Um, I mean, that's fucking crazy. You imagine that? <laughs> you look in the mirror and don't see yourself? Yeah. Or you see five of yourself. Well, then you probably got a tumor. Now, what are we thinking there? I mean, Rob, you've already poked holes in the science here. Like, speaking, <laughs> like, in terms of the science here, like, do we think, yes, that maybe all these old poets were, did have some something wrong with their brains where they were seeing this stuff or maybe it's just uh, maybe they were like being dosed or they ate a wild mushroom or something what do we think i mean i find it hard to believe that every single one has a scientific explanation for it and although i've never seen a doppelganger of myself or someone close to me i feel like there is uh something unexplainable that can happen when you are really close with someone you can either possibly see that person or you can uh, feel what they're feeling sometimes if you have that kind of uh, connection, if Okay, you will. like a twin. You know how they say the twins can feel? Yeah, but what is that called? I don't Do know. You know. I you don't know. know the scientific term for no. it? We'll get into that on our twins episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a good one. What do we got here, T-Bag? What <laughs> do we got? You don't think you've seen a doppelganger of yourself? Me or Rob? I mean, I've seen someone that looks similar, but I wouldn't say he's my damn doppelganger. Isn't that what a doppelganger is? It's somebody that's like an exact copy of you, I not just say somebody he's who, exact. He just looked similar. Shitty bang over here on the mic. <laughs> that is true because we all right, everybody out there listening, Rob looks exactly like Zafoon from Chitty Bang. Go ahead and Google it. Look it up. And we actually ran into Chitty Bang in London, and he did a double take 
thinking that Rob was Zafoon and, and later got a picture. You know, send me the picture. I'll post it to the Instagram. <laughs> and Rob, did you die in any water after that event? Unfortunately, I didn't. Did any, tra- <laughs> <laughs> did any tragedy strike you? Did anything weird happen? Uh, not to my knowledge. Oh, yeah. I thought you had a hell of a time after that. That was when we were leaving. That was on our way out. Well, we didn't die in a tragic plane crash. We did have a hell of a time in Europe, though. Shout out to uh, (laughs) our boy, Greg. Okay. um, If you're listening, love you, buddy. Yeah, shout out that French guy right there. Now, now speaking of science, you know, speaking of the science of the whole thing, logical explanations, let's get into cloning because cloning, you know, this is actually very scientific, uh, and this is a common trope that pops up in sci-fi again and again, specifically to pose the question, as we were saying, of identity. Uh, on also, one of the greatest wars in history was fought <laughs> over this very topic, and that was the Clone Wars, ladies and gentlemen. Am I right there? Are you claiming that they fought the war because of cloning? I mean, I would think so, Yes. That's not it. What without we, clones, the war would not have happened. Yeah, without clones, Palpatine would not have been able to take over the uh, his empire. The galaxy, as they, they not, call it. They did not fight the war because of clones. They didn't say, oh, let's, let's start a war to end cloning. They said, start let's cloning. start cloning these motherfuckers so we can win this war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar to uh, now, Winter Soldier. If okay, you will. hold on. <laughs> Let's, uh, Winter Soldier was brainwashed. He wasn't a clone. Yes. All right, let's get into this. They're building super soldiers. Okay, let's get into this Clone Wars debate. We're off of the Winter Soldier. That's another episode for another day. <laughs> clone Wars. So, okay. First off, clones in the Clone Wars are all a clone of Jango Fett, correct? Correct. This is correct. And he kept one clone for himself to raise as Boba Fett, correct? Correct. As his son, yeah. But that was a clone of himself, so he was raising himself as his, and he was his own dad? Yes. Who was your daddy and what does he do? Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Now, the Clone Wars... What do we got on that? Teabag, you're saying this isn't a result of strictly them cloning Jango Fett. You're saying this was like all in Palpatine's plan, right? All part of the plan, baby. So what was it? Like he starts, he set up a ruse for people to secede from the Republic. Yeah, makes sense. I'm tracking. And then, then they do this whole fucking clone war and then he has the clones turn on the people they're supposed to be on the same side as. It's all a distraction, baby. I know. I mean, I mean, we're in the weeds here. Like, is this is this how the Clone Wars was fought? Correct. Correct. So then, why did he even have to set up this ruse in the first place? Like, why not just make the clones and have them take over? Was it gaining the trust and causing this like? unstability throughout the empire to then come in and and gain power it's a well thought out plan okay okay he probably um, needed some of their help to actually make the clones okay you ever seen yeah, this yeah. old bag yeah and <laughs> as we say you know cloning and clones it's it's very convoluted in this war and clones are at the root of the war is what i'm getting at mm. 
Now well, I want to see Django Unchained, the Boba Fett story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Check out the latest episode of The Mandalorian. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, dude. Have you been up on it? Because I've been telling Rob, man, last episode was a fucking mind blow. I'm on episode <laughs> three right now. And I think Mandalorian might is probably the best Star Wars related thing to come out since episode one. Since episode one? You wouldn't say episode <laughs> yeah. three? Wow. I would say Mandalorian is better, dude. Than episode one, two, or three? I mean, maybe not one. What? Blasphemy, dude. Darth Maul's my favorite character, dude. What about episode three? And teabag, here we go. Spoiler alert. If Don't you drop haven't Anakin, I got the higher ground. If you haven't seen Mandalorian, <laughs> here's a little spoiler alert. Um, so maybe skip ahead like 15 seconds or whatever. What do we learn if in the last episode of Mandalorian? Literally nobody in Star Wars that goes into a pit dies. <laughs> in fact, it's a guarantee that they're still gonna be alive. We had this conversation, man. If you're ever going to die and you're in the Star Wars universe, you find yourself there, make sure you fall into a pit of some sort. Yeah, but see, that was back when we only had two out of three. Now we've got three for three people surviving pit death. (laughs) 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 Wait, so we got Darth, we got Boba. Who's the third? We got Darth Maul, we got Boba Fett, and we got Emperor Palpatine. Well, also, what if you count Luke? Does that and, count? Yeah, and Luke. That's four for yeah, four. four, for four. <laughs> so falling into a pit is guaranteed survival in George Lucas's Star Wars universe. Yeah, I mean, Luke is actually the originator, if you think about it. Correct? That's true. Yeah. Actually, I well, guess well, if you want to go in yeah, chronological no, order, yeah, Darth it would Maul. be Darth Maul. Okay. So, I mean, let's get off the Star Wars. You know, we've had we've all had a laugh of it. Uh, we've had our fun discussing that. Now, let's get into series. This is bare bones scientific cloning. So, when we think of cloning, we are most likely thinking of human cloning. Uh, but cloning essentially is the process of producing individuals with identical or virtually identical DNA, either naturally or artificially. Now, cloning exists in nature as many organisms produce clones through asexual reproduction. Uh, Cloning in biotechnology refers to the process of creating clones or of organisms or copies of cells or DNA fragments. This is also known as molecular cloning. Uh, Now, the term clone was was coined by Herbert J. Weber. Old handjob web, they called him. H.J. Webb. H.J. Webb. Now, it is derived from the ancient Greek word for twig, referring to the process where a new plant can be created from a twig. This is just like Piccolo's arm in Dragon Ball Z. Very similar to Groot. Or Groot, yes. Perfect (laughs) example. Um, Now, human cloning, again, this is like what we constantly think about in terms of sci-fi. This is the creation of a genetically identified copy of a human. The term is generally used to refer to artificial human cloning, which is the reproduction of human cells and tissues. It does not refer to the natural conception and delivery of identical twins. So as we said, twins, that's a whole nother episode for another day. Now, the possibility of human cloning has raised many, many controversies. Two commonly discussed types of theoretical human cloning are therapeutic cloning and reproductive cloning. Therapeutic cloning, this is like cloning cells from a human for use in medicine and transplants. 
uh, and is currently an active area of research, but is not medical practice anywhere in the world as of 2020 that we know of. Let's put that in parentheses. So this would be like, I'm just saying this would be like, you know, cloning somebody's um, liver for like a liver transplant. You know, it's just, it's cloning specific organs or cloning something for, like we said, medicinal purposes. Well, that that was what I was going to get at in question because it's like, oh great, now I can go out and drink my ass off, ruin my liver and just boom, clone another one, baby. Clone another one. Perfect. Yeah, the science is there. Another one. I mean, it might be a little costly for you to do that, but <laughs> the science is there. Uh, now, reproductive cloning, this would involve making an entire human clone instead of just specific cells or tissues. And this is the type of cloning that brings up all kinds of ethical concerns. I mean, what do you, like right off the top, what do you guys think of like ethical concerns involved in cloning? Do you guys, do any come to mind right off top? Identity theft. Okay. (laughs) Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. (laughs) Yeah, so this is like, uh, is Minority Report technically like that? Good point. Okay. Um, Is Tom Cruise a clone? Scientology. (laughs) Now, what about like, okay, they got 3D printers now that can print off. Not human uh, beings. Not human clones. It's plastic. But I'm saying like you could print off... um, Body parts and stuff you could print off. Yeah, what about a doll? What about I mean, a again, dong? that's more into the realm. I think like a doll or a robot. That's like more in the realm of AI. Okay, but I guess if but AI, it's not well, if we reach the singularity with AI, where it it becomes as smart or smarter than humans, and you made an exact AI replica, would that technically also be a clone, or is that s- strictly AI? Dude, we are blowing minds right now. At least mine. This whole episode so far. Okay. And Rob's got nothing for the ethics of cloning. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The ethics? Yeah. Now, there's a variety of ethical positions regarding the possibilities of human cloning. And there's a ton of articles, probably even books that have been written on this shit. But essentially, many of these views are religious in origin. Now, most religious groups are divided. Um, with some opposing the technology as, quote-unquote, playing God. You know, these pro- people probably saw Jurassic Park one too many times. Uh, and to the extent that embryos are used, destroying human life. Now, others in the realm of religion support therapeutic clonings, potential for life-saving benefits. Uh, and I guess, like, advocates of cloning in general support the development of therapeutic cloning, to generate tissues or whole organs, you know, treat patients who otherwise would just have to wait to get transplants. Um, Now, advocates of reproductive cloning believe that parents who cannot otherwise procreate should have access to cloning technology. Uh, Now, if we go on the other side of that, opponents of cloning have concerns that the technology is not yet developed enough to be safe and is immensely... I mean... If we think about it, it's an immensely complicated procedure. It takes a lot of failures to get right. Mm. And you have to begin with a live cell in the first place, which could mean you kill like a viable cell in order to create this human clone, which may necessarily not survive. Well, you, you ever heard the phrase, you got to break a couple eggs to make an omelet, am I right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying this is, these aren't eggs we're talking about. This is these are technically. Oh, well, okay. 
but this is <laughs> this is humans. Human eggs. Yeah, human eggs. So are you okay with that? You're I mean, saying, it's just like the the argument of abortion. Yeah, it becomes very similar to that. Is what I mm. is what I got. Um, and I mean, even if well, like let's say this is successful. So you use this egg, it's successful, and you have this clone. If it does start developing, there's no telling what kind of complications might arise. This could be, you know, disfigurements early on. Uh, all of this, just in the name of science, you know, a lot of people it just doesn't go over well with them. It's Killing like you're in saying, the name of. I mean, it's not <laughs> racism. It's like this is just they're, they're fucking. This is scientists saying like, hey, you know, let's crack a few eggs that are humans. It's like you're saying it's the abortion argument. Now, might we backtrack a minute? And you're saying parents who cannot otherwise procreate should have access to cloning. You're saying if you and your wife can't have a child, they should you should just be able to clone yourself. Oh no, no, no. now, <laughs> Rob, not me. I'm researching. <laughs> I'm researching both sides no, of the I, argument. I know. I'm not saying you personally. I'm just saying that's their that's, that's some, their argument. That's some people's stance. Is that hey, if people like, oh, I can't have a kid. Let me just Django fat real quick and uh, <laughs> well, clone yeah, myself exactly. and raise the child. Because like when we think of clones, like you think of clones as like what's the, what was that Disney movie, The Other Me? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's not like he just comes out exactly a copy of you, like. They start off as an egg. It's a small baby that is raised to be, but it would be identical. I know how child development works, buddy. I'm asking, (laughs) I'm asking, is that, is that what they're getting at? Is like, oh, I can't have a kid. Let me just clone myself or like, oh, here's this clone we've been working on and go ahead and raise it for us. Yeah, I think it's Which let me. One it's it? like let me clone either the mother or the father or both because if we think mm, about okay. it, that's what I mean. That's what procreation is in the first place, technically. But that's what we're saying is cloning. You don't just get boom like a, an identical copy of yourself. Yeah, it's not like you know if I was to clone you don't Rob, just sprinkling the sea monkeys and yeah, I wouldn't just oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he wouldn't just come out like fucking uh, the Terminator like out of a fucking circle pod in the ground as a grown up you know thirty three year old Rob Scott. Oh whoa whoa. 32, buddy. <laughs> so fucking 32-year-old <laughs> Rob Scott. You have to put it into a a mother and have it grow you from... You have to put it in the right file. <laughs> yeah. It has to grow from a baby is basically what I'm getting at. And again, like we I said... Just, I was just trying to understand the argument. Sorry. Yeah, but like we said, it's it's the abortion argument. You know, it becomes like where... Like human life, a lot of people say it, it's, it's from the fetus. Is it from the embryo? You know, where does it start? Where does it begin? And this is like science just feels like, you know, it's not, we don't need to get involved with this. Where does it come from? Where does it go? Yes. It's a regular cotton-eyed Joe. <laughs> now, well, while we're on ethics, let's say you clone yourself. <laughs> this mini-me, I guess, right? Mini-me starting as a baby. When it grows up, I mean, does it take on its own identity? Is it just a number? Is it a product? You know, like we see that in the Clone Wars episodes, I feel like these guys start to realize, like, they, I guess they start to, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, like, identity crisis? Yeah, it's just, it's almost similar to the argument of AI. Like, you remember in the, what is it, Prometheus, when he's like, He's asking him, like, why do you want to meet your creator so bad? And he's like, to find out our purpose in life. And then he's like, you know, we made you because we could. 
And he's like, and the AI says to him, imagine if your creator said that to you. Like it's, it, it is like you were saying, it's an identity crisis. It's like if these clones, and this is where we get into the ethics of the whole thing. And George Lucas knew that he put that in the clone wars is like these clones, like wh- what is their identity? Like even if the, you know, if we're interweaving them into society, are they clones or are they mm-hmm. their own thing? You know, it becomes very convoluted. It's very complicated. Uh, now at this point you're probably saying, Hey, Okay, so there's a whole ethical thing about cloning. You know, how about if somebody volunteers to be cloned? Would you guys volunteer to be cloned? Yes or no? Well, here's a little cloning ethics 101 <laughs> for you. So, yeah, sure, you volunteer to be cloned. I'm asking you. Yeah, some- I would volunteer to be cloned, sure. But does did the clone agree? Wow, dude. You know? This, this is too heavy. The volunteer wouldn't wouldn't have the same experience as the clone, nor would they have uh, to live with any genetic flaws of being a clone. It's like Kyle XY. Yeah, it's a, you you need to oh. consider both of them. You can't consider both of them the same individual. Would your clone have a belly button? Yes or no? <laughs> Probably not. That's it. that's the biggest ethical argument here. No, no, I mean. And also, as we were just getting at, you know, this would be a little bit further down the line, but there's also concerns about how clones or individuals would integrate with families and with society as a whole. Would you hook up with a clone? <laughs> Again, <laughs> okay, that's still, you know. Does the clone yes. want to? Got it. Like, would <laughs> clones be accepted in society? Would they be ostracized? Would it be like this whole thing where we like um, discriminate against clones because they're like not real people, you know? Clone rights. At, at one point, does it does it become like human beings are not needed? These clones can just keep cloning themselves and wipe us out. The whole AI thing, I guess. Well, they're still human but, beings. Yeah, they're st- exact. Well, are they? Are they? That's what we're. That's if the you're a clone of a human. You're still a human. Well, see, you're on the side of the clones. It seems like. Are you a clone? You're created by <laughs> no. humans. I, by humans for humans. Fubu. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, I mean, you know, and of course, the of course, the fear is also there that somebody would abuse this power. I mean, has the Clone Wars not taught us anything? They're probably mm. already being abused. Clones or the yeah, power? Both. Okay. So that's the whole ethics of of human cloning. I mean, there's probably a ton more ethical arguments you could have, but as far as cloning animals, that's fair game. I mean, T-Bag, sure. it's like you were saying at the top of the hour, in 1966, Dolly the sheep was the first mammal clone from an adult somatic cell using the process of nuclear transfer. Uh, but, you know, with Dolly the sheep, there were complications with this as Dolly was old when she was born. Uh, she was cloned from an adult sheep. So her DNA contained defects that the donor had acquired throughout its life, meaning that Dolly suffered from age-related problems very early on. So she's like the Benjamin Button of sheep. Well, what about like Jack? Jack. The movie Jack. No, the movie Jack with Robin Williams, where he like graduates high school and he's like an 80-year-old man. Now, is that what, was he a clone? 
Ah, uh, no, he just has some genetic birth defect, I think. Yeah, I mean, I or guess... he, like, ages a lot faster than everybody else. He's, like, a kid, but he's in, like, Robin Williams' body. Yeah, you like that... Jack? I mean, I, I've seen Jack, but not since I was very, very young. And I think I might be confusing it with Patch Adams. But... <laughs> Robin <laughs> Williams' movies just yeah. all blend together for you? <laughs> Nonetheless, like, yeah, I guess it's the same thing. Like, I guess there are people who have defects like that, but this is, like... As we said, you know, they took DNA from the older sheep and your DNA, it get it gets defects over time, you know, and so she's like Benjamin Button, except for getting younger, she just died after seven years. But this baby, baby sheep, it's born a baby, but it's got the DNA of an adult. Exactly. And that's where the problem lies. Like it's not, yeah, the science just isn't there a hundred percent. You know, they don't, they haven't what is worked. the science there? On? They haven't worked out all the kinks. Let's put it that way. But to go back to Rob's point earlier. So I make a clone of myself to raise as a child. I have this baby, but it's got the same stupid ass DNA. And like, it's got the same issues that I have as a 30 year old man right now. Well, Human cloning is illegal, so we don't know if that would but be the case. But yes, hypothetically, yes, that's the issues with cloning. I think it's called like epigenetics or something like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, basically what I seem to find, because I did a lot of research on cloning, spent a lot of time on Reddit, explain like I'm five. And basically what I seem to find again and again is that pretty much there's no technological barriers for cloning humans. Like, yeah, humans are more difficult to clone than sheep. And as we said, they haven't ironed out all the kinks, but it's not that much more difficult. You know, the barrier here is purely an ethical one. Several nations have passed legislation regarding human cloning and its legality. As of right now, scientists have no intention of trying to clone people, and they believe that this should spark a wider discussion about the laws and regulations the world needs in order to regulate cloning. I mean, these guys, again, you know, I can't hash this enough. These guys saw Star Wars. They're not about to set off a fucking clone war in this galaxy. Or are they? Am I right? Some I mean, bad scientists out there. Like, where do you guys stand? What's your thoughts? Um, ethical concerns? Where do you guys stand with, like, human cloning? I mean, I think we already kind of know. Both you guys think it seems, it seem to think it's already happening. Just seem to think? It is happening, buddy. No, I think it's a terrible it's a terrible idea. Okay, so you are saying I thought you just said that it's we think it's happening. I yeah, you guys said at the top of the episode you think that human cloning is already happening. Or was that just you, Rob? He said cloning in general. I said human cloning. Okay, we'll cut that from the record. So <laughs> teabag, you're thinking at Check it from the record. Teabag, you're thinking the ethical barrier should stand, like we shouldn't even begin to get into this. I mean, we can barely, uh, we can barely hold together a society of ourselves, let alone adding clone to the mix. I mean, I could see the benefits in some way, but like you, like you said, someone's gonna mess it up and ruin it for everybody. Yeah, Welcome but I think to America, buddy. I think both of us could agree. Like the cloning of like organs and stuff, that's completely fine. I'm cool with that, yeah. Yeah, I think everybody would be cool with that for, like, medical purposes. But what I'm getting at is, like, the ethics of cloning entire other people. Are we saying that's, like, too fucked up, it's too much of a stretch, the kinks aren't all ironed out, we shouldn't be doing it? Or are we, or do we think otherwise? No, I don't think human beings are ready for that as a whole. 
But going back to, okay, what if we okay this whole medical, like, cloning body parts thing and someone makes a Frankenstein clone? Okay, like, they just, so they can't, so it's like a loophole. We can't clone an entire individual, but we can clone every part individually and then put it all together? I feel like there's going to be some sickos out there making some, like, made-to-order brides. Okay. I'm saying I think there already is some sickos out there trying that. I believe it. Okay, well, if we go, well, let's follow the theory here. Let's connect the dots. So I've set us up with the science. Department of Energy? So we already know that human cloning is possible. The science is there, correct? Well, it's not all there. We're tracking? Well, the kinks are not in doubt, but the science is there, correct? Correct. They've cloned a sheep. There's no technological barrier to clone a human. The science is there. Now, furthermore, going off of just some of the topics we've covered on this podcast, let alone the ones we haven't, the government doesn't have a great track record for transparency. Correct? Would we would we agree there? One hundred percent agree. I mean, it's how, always weather balloons, man. Yeah, and I mean, how many times is there a conspiracy at play, and these snakes in the grass try to cover it up? I mean, MK Ultra, Operation Paperclip, Lab Two Fifty Seven. This happens again and again and again. Correct. Correct. Now, maybe this isn't the government here, but it could be some esoteric 1% of the wealth type group. Uh, I mean, we all know that cloning is expensive, correct? Correct. Uh, now, what Someone's got to pay those government scientists. Now, what industry in the U.S. makes plenty of cash? Toy stores. Toy stores. Okay, toy stores, athletes. Uh, How about the (laughs) entertainment industry? Actors, musicians, superstars, celebrities. Mm. And what further plays into this theory is that a lot of these stars, quote unquote, always seem to be pushing some type of agenda, correct? Or they're telling you how you should feel about certain hot button issues, right? 100%. Would you guys agree there? Not always, but sometimes. Okay, okay. So hear me out here. So now we got all the scientific stuff out of the way. We can get right into this grandiose conspiracy at play here. And I'm telling you guys, I think we're on to something big here. And I've connected the dots with this research. So, you know, open your mind. Oh, it's open. To the possibility that maybe celebrities throughout history have been cloned And let's get into this so-called celebrity clone theory. And we'll just see how deep this rabbit hole goes. Now, also, uh, disclaimer up top. If you Google image search celebrity body swap, there's like this whole like fantasy fetish meme subgenre of pictures. I mean, what do we even call that? Like teabag. Let me. Oh, I, why are you calling <laughs> me? <laughs> no, I already asked Robin. He didn't seem to know, but like, did you? I used to. I told spend, him you would know. I used to spend a lot of time on like 4chan or Reddit, just looking at conspiracy stuff. And as Is we that know, what you call it? There's a lot right of yeah. Here? There's a lot of porn on there. What are the memes called? Where it's like it'll be a porno picture, and then it'll be like text over it that's like describing. It's like a Fifty Shades of Grey style text, like. It's like erotic. It's you know what? Have you ever seen that? No. It's like erotica over a pornographic image. Erotic memes. It's a subgenre. Yeah, it's like a fetish subgenre. But I guess there's these like if you just literally Google image search celebrity body swap, that's all that comes up. Like, look, I just googled it right now. Here, here we go. It's one of cat. It's a picture of Cat Dennings, and this is the text. It reads. 
Overall, Jack wasn't very happy with his new body, although most people would jump at the opportunity to have Kat Denning's sexy body all to themselves, Jack found himself strangely dissatisfied. After Kat stole his body in favor of a normal life, Jack could definitely see why she didn't want her own. The constant attention was too much. Even worse, Jack, he had to lug around some of the biggest breasts and ass in Hollywood. <laughs> this new life wasn't easy, wasn't as easy as he'd hoped. And there is just a ton of these, it's just all pictures that are these fantasies of people getting into the bodies of celebrities. I have no idea what that is. That's like a whole nother thing in itself. But so, so for consistency's sake, we'll refer to this theory as celebrity clone theory. So, you know, maybe don't. Yeah, body swap sounds like they took like. Taylor Swift's head and put it on some porn star's body or something. Yeah, I mean, if you're at work, you know, NSFW, <laughs> don't Google celebrity body swap. Stick to celebrity clone theory. That's going to pop up more of these results. Now, there is a ton of celebrities on this list, and it's just like, you know, it's just like, as we said, it's like people who they think are reptilians. Uh, obviously we don't have time to get into all of them. Shout out to our reptilian episode. Go ahead and check that one out. Yeah. Check that out. This is just like that. Like there's a ton of info here. There's a big long list. Um, but you know, I've cobbled together some of the more plausible theories, uh, and I've threw in a couple others for fun. And again, there's a lot to unpack here and it goes off in a bunch of different directions, sometimes even contradicting other theories in the same realm. But the gist of this whole celebrity clone theory seems to be that the upper echelon of the entertainment industry, possibly some Illuminati connection here, basically controls these celebrities. They've even gone as far as cloning them to basically, in some cases, program them, or in other cases, the celebrity died, they needed to continue to rake in the dough, so they basically whip up a clone, and bing, bang, boom, the cash flow doesn't stop coming in. I can't wait to hear some of your examples. Theoretically, it makes sense, but I don't know if I'm buying it. Okay, well, let's get into some of them. First up, let's get into, I guess, now some of these, as I said again, you know, I just kind of threw these in here for fun. These are just like a list of theories now. There's Miley Cyrus. Oh, um, God. So, so the theory here is that the real Miley, who we all saw on Disney's Hannah Montana, died of an overdose in 2010 or was possibly killed by Disney executives. Uh, you know, Jesus, that's dark. <laughs> yeah, it's very dark. Oh, that mouse, some drug money, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and the I guess consistent detail is that uh, she was subsequent, or I guess the theory became that she was uh, replaced by her former body double. So, Hannah Montana became the real Miley Cyrus, or did Miley Cyrus become the real Hannah Montana? Well. I think that that's like the show you're getting into. I, d- I never was really like, I didn't watch the show, so I don't really know the difference there. But I think it's like she had a body double. Like there's a video on YouTube of her using a body double at a concert. And like the people who support this theory use that as like proof. 
but it's like a lot of celebrities have doubles, you know? And I mean, that the bottom one, line is you're not getting the best of both worlds anymore. Exactly. <laughs> now, next up, we got Avril Lavigne. Uh, Rob, I threw this one in here for you. Because uh, I'm a skater boy? Well, you're also a big fan, <laughs> you know? You had the CD when we were kids. Still have it. Uh, yeah, you're a big Avril fan. And this one actually has some juice to it, you know? It's not like the Miley one where it's just kind of like two shreds of evidence but this theory goes that avril lavigne the true avril died all the way back in 2003 when she when she tragically killed herself after the death of her grandfather Uh, now her record label decided that her likeness was too valuable to lose and instead of announcing the death they replaced her with a lookalike Avril Lavigne is too. She Av- has one good album. Avril's lookalike. <laughs> at well, it's that again. Presley here that again talking. supports the clone theory. Why was the first album so good, but then all the others suck? Clone mm. just couldn't, just couldn't produce. Uh, now this clone, <laughs> I guess, his lookalike Jesus. was Melissa Vandella. Um, she has been disguised as the true singer for the past fourteen years. Now, this one gets really in the weeds, as I guess the Miley one does too. Basically, it compares like the shape of her eyes, um, changing birthmarks on her arms in later photo shoots. Uh, even her handwriting is different, and her height changes a few millimeters in different reports. Um, even to the fact that Avril went from some marrying the Sum 41 lead singer to the guy from Nickelback, despite in her punk years thinking that Nickelback was fucking cringe. Nickelback is so fetch. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, this what this theory first started gaining traction in, I believe, 2005 and really started to pick up in recent years. Avril herself, or I guess Melissa, however you want to look at it even addressed the rumors herself originally airing on a Brazilian radio station. Um, Interesting choice. Yeah. Now this one is really uh, more of like, just look at how her music changed from her debut album. Uh, You know, it's like the depressing songs written for let go to her second album under my skin. This title could also mean that the new Avril is living under the skin of the actual Avril Lavigne. Ugh. And she goes from this to a fucking Hello Kitty tribute in 2014. Yikes. Must be some sort of imposter, right? Turn it on its side. Hello, you got a base. Now, I think these two theories are more in the realm of like body doubles than straight up clones, you know? Um, and we do know. Many political figures use doubles, uh, most notably probably Saddam Hussein and his son Uday Hussein, right? You ever see mm. that movie, The Devil's Double? Uday. <laughs> no, also, don't U.S. presidents have body doubles? Or some have? Didn't Obama know. have one? Don't know. I don't work for the fucking uh, Secret Service, baby. Yeah, but did you ever hear about it, Teabag? You ever hear anything? Never heard of it. I mean, I've heard of it, but... All right, well, don't quote us on that. But, um, (laughs) I mean, would this be out of the possibility for celebs to have some sort of double, especially after the whole Britney Spears meltdown? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Maybe. Okay. All right. I mean, I don't think it's out of the possibility at all. Maybe they do have doubles that are popping in here and there. Like a stuntman almost. Yeah, exactly. Um, Now... 
we'll get into. These ones are a bit more out there. Um, but, you know, take a listen. Let me know what you think. So Katy Perry. For Rob too, huh? Yeah. Now her real identity is that of John Benet Ramsey. Oh, um, <laughs> theory, we take a look at the, the picture side by side. This theory suggests that Katy Perry was actually John Benet Ramsey, the young pageant star who was tragically murdered in 1996. They look um, nothing alike. Well, well, I mean, there's like a hundred docs on John Benet. It's an unsolved murder. Check it out if you haven't. Um, but yeah, I mean, this one just pretty much goes off the fact that they look similar. Uh, I mean, I guess no child was actually murdered, but it was just a ruse so she could go on to become this star. That don't make, she was already a young pageant star. <laughs> I know. I, that's what I, maybe this was like a factory reset. The the parents were like, <laughs> oh, we don't want her to become pageantry. We want her to be uh, a singer, Katy Perry. I mean, I really couldn't find too much on this one other than like, I think this is again, like those Ted Cruz Zodiac memes. Like somebody just saw these pictures and were like, oh, they look similar. Let me start this theory. Like there's not a whole lot of um, of uh, juice in this one. What do we think? This one is the one that holds the least amount of water yeah, so far. Exactly. Now, now this next one, this is one of my favorites. So this is Taylor Swift. Too. <laughs> Um, this is Taylor Swift, possibly a clone of Satanist Zena LaVey, uh, daughter of Anton LaVey, who founded the Church of Satan. Uh, early in life, Zena became the church's first spokesperson defending the organization during the 1980s. In 1990, she resigned her position, severed ties with her father and his church. They rena- weren't allowed to do that. Well, she renounced the church's tenets, converted to Buddhism, and is now a teacher of Tibetan Tantric Buddhism. Nice. But some theorize that Zena, has she really given up the dark arts? Um, Proponents of this theory believe that she may have made a pact with the devil to keep her looking youthful, allow her to live out a second life as a pop star, or possibly Taylor Swift is a clone of the renowned Satanist Zena LaVey. Interesting theory. <clears throat> yeah. Now, again, if we take a look at these pictures, very similar. Also, what did we say? What year did we say that she resigned from the Church of Satan? 90s. 1990. So Taylor Swift's album, 1989, <laughs> is seen as a nod. <laughs> To Zena's days in the Church of Satan, this was the final year she spent as the high priestess before she denounced the church. Hmm. Interesting. Now, furthermore, there's also the 2012 album, Red. <laughs> what else is Red? The Devil. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> Taylor Swift is also constantly at battle with record execs. Um, perhaps they're, they're trying- also the devil. Well, perhaps she's trying to speak out against the corrupt industry. And what was her 2010 album's title? Speak Now. Speak Now. Hmm. Speak, boy. Now, see, we are connecting some dots here. And furthermore, as we get into some of these later theories, I'm looking up stuff, and they're saying, you know, you play the records backwards, there's hidden clues in the albums. People say there's hidden clues in the video Bad Blood. To her being a clone of LaVey. And, and she's battling Katy Perry. Weird. 
Now, also, furthermore, another clone. Another clone. And furthermore, Clone Wars. Yeah. Going (laughs) off. Now, going off that. So I say, okay, playing the music backwards, playing the music backwards. Now, you always see this stuff with like Beatles, Pink Floyd, like a lot of this. Yeah. A lot of this old, like, yeah. A lot of this old stoner or like rock stuff. I play Taylor Swift, the title track off Taylor Swift's Red album backwards, and I recorded it. And here's what I got. Take a listen here. I am the serial killer. I am the bloody hand. I am the chief or taker. I am the chosen one. I am the red straight razor. The one who bathes in blood. Now, of course, that's obviously a joke. That is, that is actually Lemmy. R.I.P. R.I.P. Now, let me ask you guys this. Who would win in a fight, Lemmy or God? What if Lemmy is God? Oh, so you've seen Airheads. Okay, uh, now... Now, again, with this Taylor Swift theory, I mean, there are some dots to connect here with the albums, right? I mean, Red, Speak Now, what's her other one was like Fearless and stuff. Yeah. Um, but again, this is just like Katy but Perry. But now she has bad blood. Oh, <laughs> that too. Uh, now, again, this is just like the Katy Perry one in that they look damn similar. Weird. Didn't she just put out an album for Disney, though? Who did? Taylor Swift. Mm, I do not know. I am not that up on my Taylor Swift knowledge other than her. I saw on Disney Plus the other day when I was watching Mando. Okay. Possibly a clone. Ask her doppelganger, our friend Chrissy. Yeah. Now, now would Chrissy be a doppelganger of Taylor Swift or LaVey or um, Xena LaVey? This goes back to the whole multiple thing. Yeah. Not only the multiple, but this is also like chicken or the egg because a lot of people. always said Taylor Swift. Yeah, but maybe LaVey is a clone of Taylor Swift. Maybe. I mean, we don't really know, but we're saying this is plausible. Now I believe it. I've just seen it. Okay. <laughs> what? So you think the picture proves it all? Picture's worth a thousand words. Maybe they're just doppelgangers. Okay. All right. Now, again, there. do you guys ever like, are you guys into like Andrew WK at all? Not really. Who's that? Okay, so so that'd be a no. Uh, there's a bunch of rumors around him. Now, I read this one. It's like the crying of Lot 55. It was this article. And this went into the weeds. It was like an hour read all about how like people don't know his true identity. A lot of people think that many celebrities like use his identity. Dave Grohl is like a big one. But again, I'm reading this thing and reading this thing, and it seems to be more like, you guys know like the white stripes, how they, you guys know how the white stripes uh, started the rumor of like, are they brother and sister? Are they husband and wife? Like nobody really knows. Yeah. I think this is similar to that. I thought they were married. You thought. You thought. (laughs) In some interviews, they say they're like brother and sister. Hey, in West Virginia, that's cool, right? But I'm just saying, okay, again, that's not cloning though. This is just Jack White and his sister or, or wife lover. starting rumors. Like I think they wanted to be 
you know, it's, it's like a lot of thing with celebrities. Maybe this Andrew WK is the same where he starts the rumor just to keep it going. You know, he's a prankster. Anything for that attention, baby. Yeah, so he's like pulling a ruse on everybody. It says that his spouse is Meg White. Spouse and or possibly sister because in the documentary, The Great White North, they say they're siblings. Oh, that's false. Okay. Hey, anything's possible in the Great White North. Okay, but again, even if we don't, even if it's been proven that uh, it's his wife, don't they have a kid together? Oh, gosh. That's a clone, dude. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's a clone. And maybe we're connecting more dots here, but I think the Andrew WK stuff is similar in that like, he's just spreading these rumors, trying to see how deep he can have the rabbit hole go. They are not relations. Okay. Now, next up, we got Eminem. Now, in this one, the theory here is that he is an Illuminati clone. Uh, Basically, in 2011, Eminem revealed he had writer's block uh, for four years. Now, this was just a cover-up for the gap between his 2004 album Encore and his 2009 album Relapse because the no pun intended, real Slim Shady, died in 2005 in a car crash which was orchestrated by the Illuminati. If you believe that. Yeah, and others say that Princess Diana was killed in a similar fashion, correct? Mm. But basically, they murked M after he refused to work with them. Now, I found a lot of this theory on lowdown... Uh, lowdownzero.blogspot.com, which is taglined Lowdown Truth, love of the truth in a world of lies, love of Jesus Christ in a world that hates him. <laughs> so, uh, take this whole theory with a grain of salt. Um, but here's a quote from this guy's entry about the whole Eminem clone theory. Uh, Rob, why don't you go ahead and read this here? Quote. Uh, the new Eminem is totally different, though. This clone is acting as Eminem now is a total sellout, homosexual, Satanist type of scumbag with no redeeming value as a person. You know, like the rest of the stars nowadays, most of which are mind-controlled. Maybe some are clones. Um, now, he goes on to claim that he's not a huge Eminem fan, but the true fans didn't buy the Switch at all. And there's a bunch of brainwashed people not able to conceive what reality is really like. And they believe the lie and follow after their quote unquote hero in his new mentality. He goes on to further write, quote, Now we have a satanic homosexual sellout Eminem who is leading the younger generations into being slaves to the new world order as well. Now the entry ends with the tagline, I hope he made peace with God and accepted Jesus Christ in his last days. Rest in peace, Eminem. This guy sounds like a psycho. (laughs) What do we got? I mean, besides the psychopath blog, like I feel like this one makes the most sense so far because you look at early Eminem and he's bagging on Dr. Dre and the Illuminati wanted them to work with M and now he's super tight with Dre. Or it's the fact well, that Dr. he went, signed him, so. but he went to rehab and got sober. 
rehab. Will Smith don't got a cuss yeah. rap to sell records. And speaking of rehab, you know, it's like it's like a tale as old as time in the music industry. Artists <laughs> are fucked up. They're all on drugs. They're making great fucking music. Then they and go to rehab. Yeah, then they go to rehab. It all goes to shit. I mean, look at Metallica. It's a bold statement. And then, um, but so it's like, maybe we believe that that whole theory that drugs are the recipe for great music or opening the mind, mind expansion. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. possibly that the Illuminati is controlling all these artists and they're switching them with clones and they're using rehab as a cover up. And maybe that's why we get the switch in the music. Mm. Mm. Not buying, but this guy definitely seems like a psychopath. I mean, look at all the <laughs> yeah. like, what's with the homosexual stuff? What, what does this guy care if, if Eminem is homosexual? Maybe he's gay. Um, he's a gay psychopath now. Well, no, he wouldn't be a gay psychopath because he's 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 using that as like a um, he's using that. <laughs> a gay psychopath. I mean, he wouldn't be a gay psychopath because he's saying that the homosexuality is a bad thing for Eminem. He says he's a homosexual Satanist scumbag. Why would a homosexual (laughs) write that about homosexual? (laughs) Dead, dude. If the guy who wrote this was a homosexual, that wouldn't even be a thought in his mind. He would just say he's a fucking scumbag. Yeah, maybe he. That's his his brainwashing of you. <laughs> oh my god! He's like, if I <laughs> if I call this guy a homosexual, no one's gonna know about me. Okay, so he's trying to throw him Ooh. off the trails. Yeah. Okay. Now, all right. So those were all fun and and maybe stupid. Yeah. Or are we believing? Maybe. In any of them? Are we believing in any of those? None of them. Not even the Taylor Swift one. Uh, I mean, someone else could be writing her music now, but that's about it. Okay. All right. Well, now for the coup de grace. Um, So these two probably have the most information written about them, and those would be Britney Spears and Paul McCartney. Two of the biggest names in music. Exactly. And is that any coincidence? Again, you're connecting a dot here. I'm not. <laughs> you're not? <laughs> Britney Spears, biggest name in music. Absolutely. She changed the face of pop music forever. I would say Britney Spears is definitely one of the biggest names in music. Not today. quite a few things for me. Not today. Yeah, not today. No shit. She's still in Vegas, though. No, she's not. she's not. Wouldn't take her pills. Yeah. Now, um, okay, so yeah, let's first get into Britney Spears. Now, this one comes mostly from babe.net. And Babe. so that's reliable. <laughs> yeah. Babe.net. And the tagline of this blog is trust women when they tell you things. So Yikes. I'd like for all of you guys to trust in women and Britney Spears here. Now, the gist of this theory, Britney Spears was in a car accident way back when. Um, some claim that Britney died. And is that s- the only is that the only story that these guys can corroborate? Everyone died in a fucking car crash. I mean, well, it's a weather balloon. It's a car crash. Yeah, That's we it. have. Well, we have Avril Lavigne who killed herself in a car crash, and probably. we have a lot of musicians <laughs> that seem to have killed themselves. It's the drugs, baby. Yeah, but okay. So, car crash aside, some say that now it's a set of clones that have filled in for her. There's also theories based on clones being used for when the real Britney gets too crazy. 
in order to protect her image. Although I'd say if that's the case, they've done a pretty bad job at that. Yeah. You know, now one of these theories holds that Britney was cloned in 2004 due to rumors. So photos surface of Britney and her backup dancer Columbus Short hooking up while his wife was expecting her first child. Now, this caused Britney's team to step in as she was the music industry's biggest star at the time. I mean, as we said, she changed the face of pop music. She's racked up multi-platinum albums, sold out tours. It's Britney, bitch. Um, So point being, if anything were to happen to her, the record label, the team would be out of the Buku Dolores. Um, So they decide to clone her and put the real Britney on ice. Now, eventually, Short admitted to the affair and all of the rumors surrounding their relationship died down. So at this point, they switched the real Britney and the clone, put the clone back on ice. Was Britney Spears Han Solo now? Well, maybe. Uh, Now, at this point, Britney knew her clone existed, and she was worried about what her team might do with the clone in the future. Uh, It already had the same abilities as her, the same face, But she wasn't allowed to tell anyone, guys. So she tried to tell us about it through her music. Um, That's when she started to work on the album The Original Doll in 2004. Now, this is interesting here because this started off as an independent album. She'd kept secret from her label. On this album was a track called Mona Lisa. And let's take a listen to an excerpt from that song. So the lyrics read, she's unforgettable. She's the original. She's unforgettable. She wants you to know she's been cloned. She's been cloned. Now, what's more interesting here is that she debuted this track on Kiss FM on December 31st, 2004, while also claiming she was working on the new album. And she did all of this behind the back of her team, playing the song without their permission. Now, since it debuted, this has been a major source of controversy or perhaps a clue. Uh, Her team denied the album to the public and eventually the whole album got canned. And the label claims the album doesn't exist and she was never working on it in the first place. Mm. Very interesting, right? It is. Are some dots connecting for you gentlemen? No, but the story is terrific. I'm hooked. Okay, now... I want to hear where this goes. Okay, well, this brings us to the infamous meltdown of 2007. Uh, Now, some blame Britney's mental instability on fame, but theorists claim something else was at play here. I mean, think about this, guys. Imagine you'd been cloned, you couldn't tell anybody, and your image in the public eye was one of extreme fascination. You know, paparazzi are always on your tail... Um, now the label, they wanted her to be sexy, youthful, iconic, um, or they feared her career would tank. And all along she knew there was a clone waiting and ready to take her place. Now in January of 2008, she was hospitalized again 
and right before she was placed in her second 72-hour psychiatric hold was the last time we saw the real Brittany, according to this theory. While in the hospital, she was replaced. They didn't want to risk the public questioning this new clone's existence, especially because of the Mona Lisa mess-up. So they gave us innocent Brittany with her next studio album, Blackout. Interesting name. Interesting name. Mm. Could this possibly be because the real Britney has been blacked out? Now, furthermore, her clone, Maya Marie, didn't have the same voice, and this is why all of her concerts are lip-synced now. Now, although some may say she sounds the same, the most dedicated of fans say that she does not. Uh, Now, the studio even told the public about the cloning with the music video for Break the Ice in... Clone Britney, we'll call her, Clone Britney's 2009 (laughs) video, Break the Ice. This shows her blowing up a cloning center. Take a watch, you know, take a look at that video. If you gotta watch that one. Yeah. Uh, And to corroborate all of this in 2015, B.O.B. posted a series of tweets accusing the music industry of cloning, claiming in a number of tweets that celebrities were being cloned, saying, quote, I swear I don't want attention or money or fame no more. Just the truth to get out. Now, after his series of tweets began attracting attention, conspiracy theorists started digging up the truth. And that's how we came to the realization that we had lost the real Britney. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't want to put a damper on this whole story, but... What if we go down an alternate route that this isn't a cloning experiment gone wrong, that this is just the Illuminati again at play here, just downplaying mental illness as a whole? Okay, downplaying in what way? Well, because think about it. She gets portrayed as being some crazy, out-of-control bitch. Look what happened to Kanye West. Okay, Same shit. bitch is a very strong term. I really just throw that around. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Go back to when she fucking freaked out and look at all the news stories. Yeah, it's like you said, mental illness, dude. We're not going to sit here and call her a bitch. I'm not calling her a bitch. I'm saying that they want you to think that she's some crazy bitch when really she's just fucked up in the head from doing all this crazy shit that she has to do all the time. And then like everyone's expecting something that she can't fucking produce anymore. So she goes crazy. Okay. So you're actually crazy, but like that's what they freaks out. And then they're like, Oh, well she's crazy. crazy. Got to put her in the hospital and pump her full of all this medicine. Okay. So you don't believe the clone theory. And, uh, teabag, where do you stand? I mean, it's interesting. This is the most believable one so far. I would say, yeah, I like this one. It's got a lot of detail and depth and everything. Y'all ever see uh, early episodes of The Simpsons where Homer gets sent to the loony bin and he's in there with Michael Jackson? <laughs> it's Michael Jackson. <laughs> Dude, so good. Watch that if you haven't. Uh, okay. All right. I don't recall that one, but I will go check that out. Now, even if we don't take that narrative for absolute truth... You know, maybe the events didn't unfold in the exact manner with the switching of the clones or the death of the real Brittany. There is still a lot of high strangeness with Brittany, her career, her estate. I mean, let's just look at here. I'm just going to throw out a couple dots and you guys connect them given what we know now. 
Um, so think about this. I did a whole thing with like the custody of her kids, her father being in control of her estate. This is a bit strange, right? Uh, very strange. I mean, how many super famous people's parents are in control of their finances? This is like when they were, remember when they found out they were, had been drugging Brian Wilson, his manager. And like, this is similar to that. Yeah. Or Amanda Bynes, dude. Well, I think she was actually diagnosed as schizophrenia. Oh, she was crazy? (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't say crazy. I mean, she did... She has a mental illness, and they're portraying her as being crazy. And didn't she tattoo her face and tweet out that she wanted Drake to murder her vagina? Yes, she did. (laughs) A lot of people tweet that. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so... Okay, so you're throwing. I, I maybe I should look into the Amanda Bynes stuff. You I know? think, I think typically though, a lot of the times when someone reaches that level of fame at a young age and they've already been tied in with their parents, kind of managing them, it's hard for their. I'm not like supporting it. I think it's pretty fucked up, especially in Britney Spears' case. But I think it's their parents' fault for like hanging on that long, not letting them like develop. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so this is like Michael Jackson's dad. like Exactly, them yeah. Okay. That's a great example. Okay, but imagine if the three of us had come across millions of dollars at a young age. That would not have been good. Yeah, but I'm saying imagine we grew up and then dad's still trying to control everything. We would, yeah, that would be an issue. Back off, we're all fucking rich off and of this, so liter- just let us do our thing. Not only trying, like he's literally in control of like her money. And yeah, her everything, estate. yeah. Like right now? Yeah. Now, uh, I don't know. Is he still in control? Yeah, of I it? think they just ruled that it, he's going to stay in control of it till 2021. This mm-hmm. is like a recent case. Uh, now, some theorize. So, again, we talked about the 2007 meltdown. Uh, now, some say, you know, obviously, Rob, mental health, or maybe they're portraying her as some crazy bitch. Uh, and others say, you know, it's just, it's just the pressure of the paparazzi always being followed, always being stalked, like biggest pop star, um, of the early two thousands. Now, some say though, that she went crazy after she found out that Dan Schneider, oh my gosh, the, the Nickelodeon guy. Yeah. Dan Schneider, uh, apparently is the real baby daddy of her sister's kid. Now, some truly believe that Jamie, this whole Dan Snyder, Jamie Lynn Spears saga is true. And I guess if you look up pictures of her kid, Jamie Lynn Spears' kid, it looks just like Dan Snyder. Uh, this story even like came out. And that same year, Jamie Lynn's daughter almost died by a quote-unquote accident. A car accident? <laughs> I don't know if probably. it was a car accident. Uh, probably. Now, also, now this is where I was connecting the dots. Britney Spears, at a young age, was a mouseketeer. Mm. Just like old Timberlake. Yeah, and we all know Disney is up to something, you know? Always. I mean, if, no if we believe... Started causing trouble in the neighborhood. Okay, if we believe this, she's possibly been in control since being a young kid. I mean, first by Disney, then by MTV, both possible Illuminati or Freemason TV networks. And every kid that starts in Disney ends up at MTV. Coincidence? Or perhaps Disney is cloning these kids. I mean, Disney has, A, A, an ungodly amount of money. We know this. There's also rumors that Walt had his head frozen so that when the technology caught up, he could be brought back. You don't think they could be up to cloning as well? You know, that's very similar. 
as an investor in the Walt Disney Corporation, I can neither confirm nor deny any of this. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, here we go. How about this one? We all know how Brittany Murphy died, correct? Car accident? No, not a car I accident. I know. I'm just um, <laughs> R.I.P. Brittany. You know, wasn't it like complications of pneumonia and a mix of drugs? Twas. Um, now, this very tragic R.I.P. Point went out for, poor one out for Brittany Murphy. Um, did we also know that she died in a house that was once owned by Britney Spears? Did not know that. Okay. Well, Brittany Murphy possibly murdered because she may have known too much. Or maybe she found something out. You know, maybe Brittany left some clue behind in this in this house. Brittany Murphy was onto it. And boom, she's murdered. Oh, you're dead. What are we thinking here? Plausible if you believe this string of lies. Well, these things are all true. <laughs> <laughs> she was a Mouseketeer. She did have the meltdown in 2007. Britney Murphy did die in a house that was owned by Britney Spears. And Britney Spears hasn't released any music since, what, 2016? No, I'm saying if you believe that Britney was cloned and then that she knew too much, that kind of thing. Obviously, I know the facts of the story. Okay, and are we connecting these dots at all, or are we saying this is all coincidence? I mean, there is some truth to this one. Or maybe this is a puzzle that we just haven't figured out yet. Or maybe they're out there, you know, pulling a uh, Andrew WK, starting a rumor that they (laughs) want you to follow when really something else happened. Okay. Brittany's really married to Jamie Lynn. We get it. We get it. (laughs) Now, on January 4th, 2019, Spears announced an indefinite work hiatus and the cancellation of her planned Vegas residency. Oh, you're kidding. Uh, and again, this goes back to the whole, like, um, her dad being in charge of her money. Now, Rob, this goes on to what you were saying. It's like they destroy her image on purpose to make her lose credibility. Um, we all know the freak out. You know, she shaved her head. Um, she hit that at car with the umbrella. Now, why do we think this is? Like, what's behind this crazy behavior? Do we think that it just truly was like the constant harassing of the paparazzi, nobody ever leaving her alone. I mean, fucking Walmart, Best Buy, Target, you name it, she can't go there. (laughs) I was just going to say that it's pretty much, you know, after a certain amount of time of not even being able to just go out and get like a cup of coffee without someone trying to take a fucking picture of you, it probably takes a toll on you mentally. I mean, I don't know what that's like, but I'm sure it would be, really annoying if you couldn't if someone had to literally do everything for you okay so you don't think she's just been trying to tell us secretly that maybe she's a clone she's been cloned (laughs) (laughs) and even yeah i mean as we said the the legal battle her and her mental troubles there's the whole free britney movement that started just last year so is this a mind fuck is that the clone saying that she's been cloned or is that britney saying that Britney has been cloned. I think that was the real Britney saying she's been cloned and then the clone eventually stepped in. Mm. And saying about herself being cloned? No, 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 no. That was the real Britney. <laughs> I know. I was just kidding. <laughs> um, but honestly, you know, after looking a lot into this one, it's actually like I watched this whole video that somebody spliced together like 
It's called the meltdown of Britney Spears. And it's like the years of just like the constant paparazzi harassment leading up to the 2007 breakdown. And it actually, it's actually very sad. And it uh, kind of makes me regret putting this whole segment in there. It's like, I think we just got to leave Britney alone. Leave Britney alone. And I mean, have you Free seen, Britney. have you seen her Instagram? I have not. Very freaky stuff going on there. She's a very freaky girl. She's been cloned. She's been cloned. Okay, so let's get into the Mac Daddy of them all, a Mr. Paul McCartney. Or perhaps... Sir. Sir. Sir Sir Paul McCartney. Okay, Mac Daddy of them all, Sir Paul McCartney, excuse me. Or perhaps Billy Shears. Billy Shears, Britney Spears. (laughs) Another dot you're connecting here. Um, So if we subscribe to this theory then we believe that everything from Sgt. Pepper on was not the real Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney never wrote Maybe I'm Amazed. He never formed the band Wings. He never clashed with Yoko, became a vegetarian, or fathered any of his children. And when when Queen Elizabeth knighted him in 1997, she was actually knighting someone else. This is all because Paul McCartney secretly died in 1966. In a car accident, let me go. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, yes. <laughs> or he killed himself. I mean, there's there's two different theories out there. Now, one theory, yes, is that he died in a car accident in 66 on the way home from EMI recording studios. The fellow bandmates, the other Beatles, were so worried about the effect on their careers that they replaced him with a guy named William Shears. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just keep listening. Uh, this is an orphan who won a McCartney lookalike competition. That's not a thing. <laughs> Dude, yeah, just keep listening. Keep Look listening. it up. <laughs> Look it up. Um, now, the guilt eventually got to the group, and they began hiding clues in their music. In the song Taxman, are we familiar? Yes. In the song yep. Taxman, George Harrison sings the following lyrics. Now my advice for those who die Taxman Declare the pennies on your eyes Taxman Yes, he says, my advice for those who die Declare the pennies on your eyes Those who die being Paul Paul was dead Now the entire Sgt. Pepper Lonely Hearts Club band album released in May of 1967, was littered with Paul as dead clues. On the title track, Paul, or maybe not Paul, sings, I don't really want to stop the show, but I thought you might like to know that the singer's going to sing a song and he wants you all to sing along. So let me introduce to you the one and only Billy Shears. Thus proving they did not want to quote unquote stop the show after Paul's death. So they introduced fictional member named Billy Shears, supposedly the name of Paul's replacement. Now the album contained John Lennon's song, a day in the life, which had the lyrics. He blew his mind out in a car. John Lennon can also be heard mumbling. I buried Paul at the end of strawberry fields forever. Let's take a listen there. Cranberry sauce. (laughs) 
In interviews, Lennon did say that the phrase was actually <laughs> cranberry sauce. But theorists think otherwise. No, I was going to say, is that on Sgt. Pepper? Strawberry Fields or A Day in the Life? No, I know A Day in the Life is. I don't think Strawberry Fields Forever is, is it? Strawberry Fields. Uh, I feel like it's on a different album. Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. What album is it off of then? Oh, I want to say it might be a Magical Mystery Tour, but I could be wrong. I listened to a lot of Beatles as a kid. Okay. Magical Mystery Tour. So, yeah, still 1967, Magical Mystery Tour. Um, but nonetheless, we get the I Buried Paul. Um, now, we also then get the White Album in November of 68. This contained the track I'm So Tired, in which the recorded phrase, Paul is dead, miss him, miss him, miss him, can be heard. However, this is only when the song is played backwards. Also, the lyrics, I wish I was not a Beatle, can be heard. Now let's take a listen here. So there we've got both Paul is dead, miss him, miss him, and I wish I was not a Beatle. Now there are numerous symbolic interpretations in the album, album cover imagery as well. In the original cover of 1966's Yesterday and Today album, this featured the Beatles posed amid raw meat and dismembered doll parts. This was to symbolize Paul McCartney's gruesome accident. Uh, and of course, there's the Abbey Road album in September of 1969, on the cover of which John, George, Paul, and Ringo crossing the street, and some interpret this as a funeral procession. You've got John leading the charge, dressed in all white, like a clergyman, Ringo is the mourner dressed in black. George, at the end of them, is donned in jeans, similar to a grave digger. Uh, and Paul wore no shoes and walked out of step with the others, symbolizing that he was the corpse to be buried. Uh, now, if Paul is dead, then that means that his imposter met and married Linda Eastman, with whom he had four children. Uh, and she died of breast cancer in 98. He then released a live album in 93 called Paul is Live. <laughs> Possibly play, playing fun at this whole story and produced more than 20 solo albums. Uh, and this is not even counting the ones released by Wings. Which won't be counted. Uh, then he <laughs> endured a horrible divorce from Heather Mills, which may have made him wish he were dead. Uh, because big <laughs> big boy said it best. So this was, you, you know, play that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that, <laughs> do that clip as well. Uh, Paul McCartney's lawyers were not able to stop Heather Mills and her attorneys from being awarded twenty four point three million pounds, roughly forty seven mm. million dollars, as well as thirty five thousand pounds in child support a year. Uh, that is what Big Boy refers to as a slaughter of the pockets. Oh. <laughs> now, um, He's not lying. Now, this theory, you know, it's been around since the 60s, but in 2015, several websites reported that Ringo Starr had confirmed it. WorldNewsDailyReport.com included a story where Ringo allegedly gave an interview to the Hollywood Inquirer, and this interview claimed he said, quote, when Paul died, we all panicked. 
we didn't know what to do, and Epstein, our manager, suggested that we hire Billy Shears as a temporary solution. It was supposed to last only a week or two, but time went by and nobody seemed to notice, so we kept playing along. Billy turned out to be a pretty good musician, and he was able to perform almost better than Paul. The only problem was that he couldn't get along with John at all. Um, now again, the one and only Billy Shears. <coughs> the one and only Billy Shears is a clone just like Britney Spears. Now again, Billy Shears and Britney Spears. This was completely made up as WorldNewsDailyReport.com hosts other articles with headlines like Sex Pistols Financed by USSR to Destabilize Western World Admits Ex-KGB Agent Or Yoko Ono, I Had an Affair with Hillary Clinton in the 70s (laughs) (laughs) So this is obviously just a That one actually sounds believable (laughs) That sounds plausible (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, but, you know, there's a bunch of fake articles like this, so don't be fooled. Um, but, you know, it's up to you. You know, who is the real McCartney, or should we say Billy Shears? The world may never know. So thoughts on here. I mean, what are we thinking? Paul possibly dead? We've got these clues in the music, clues on the albums. Mm, that's a lot of reaching for my for, for me, at least personally. I've seen the man live. Or did, did you, you see his clone live? <laughs> that was Paul. Come on, guys. Oh, could have been a clone. Well, and if my it buddy wa- was tripping on acid, said that he saw John Lennon on stage with him. So wouldn't he have seen both of them if they're both dead? He did see both of them, apparently. They just weren't able to clone John Lennon, you know? Oh, uh, okay, okay. Unfortunately. Okay, so what do we think just in terms of the whole celebrity cloning possible or just is it is it is it made up and stupid? Uh definitely seems made up. I can definitely buy the fact that maybe there's some hidden basis or secret organization that's trying to get them to push certain agendas like we mentioned, but I don't I don't really buy the whole cloning and hiding their clone and hiding them or like killing them in a car crash kind of thing. That's a little far-fetched for me. Okay, T-Bag, where do we stand? This episode definitely took a much different direction than I ever imagined it possibly could have. I did not think this is where we would end up at the end of the evening, if I'm being honest with you. Okay, and did you like this content? Do you believe in any of this content? I mean, this is starting to feel like the UFO stuff where like, I, I see it's being feasible. I just don't understand why everybody has the same consistent cover-up for each case. It's a weather balloon. It's a car crash. Come up with something different, people. Yeah, my theory with the car crash thing is that just obviously the Paul one probably has the most written about it, and that was like one of the first ones. So I feel like these other ones are just kind of copying that. Oh, in well, a it worked for Paul. Vein. Yeah, so. and saying, <laughs> oh, this person was also killed in a car crash, killed in a car crash killed in a car crash um but you know again it's like a lot of this stuff if you read these blogs they're written by these fucking uh maniacs that have no like basis like the one i read m&m one well the m&m one was (laughs) absolutely insane and and that's (laughs) it no that's the blog there is incredible dude just please go read the blog read the comments of the people that write on the blog and then also the babe.net one those 
blog entries are, are also just incredible. Just take a look. <laughs> no telling what else you're going to find on that website. Yeah, take a read. Maybe we'll start doing more episodes peppered in with just some of these insane outlandish theories that just have like no basis in reality. Um, but you can't, <laughs> as I said, you can go down the rabbit hole on this stuff. And as, as some of it's kind of interesting. Um, but, you know, there you have it. Um Again, I, as I said, you know, we didn't have time to get to every celebrity, but we'll probably end up because what I found with this one was like I also wanted to throw in like Tupac is still alive and Elvis is still alive, but I think that could be a whole nother episode. Yeah, I mean that's not really cloning. Yeah, either. and again, yeah, it didn't really it's fit like with a celebrity cloning. death cover up. Yeah, um, so that also very cool, and we'll probably look at that in the future. But I mean. There you have it on Celebrity Clones. Let us know what you think. Uh, Teabag, we got a TLDL for this one? You know, out in the world, you may see someone that looks similar to you, may look just like you. Doppelganger. Celebrities being cloned. Mind control. That's all I got, baby. Okay, yes, possibly MK Ultra agents and celebrities, just like birds, they are not real. <laughs> So they are agents of the Illuminati set up to push their agenda into your mind. And the only way to overcome that is to stop listening to these stupid celebrities and don't let them tell you what to do. You got to do your own research, sheeple. You got to look out for numero uno and don't listen to these celebrity idiots. But do listen to the podcast from Outer Space. And there you have it, guys. Um, Celebrity Clones. Again, let us know what you think. Let us know if you enjoyed this kind of stuff, if you want us to do more of this in the future. Um, For this one, I want to cite NME.com, a couple articles by Larry Bartlett, and there was a bunch of other good articles on there for like the clone stuff. Um, content.time.com for the article on Paul and babe.net uh, for your favorite <laughs> website. Yeah. <laughs> and also the lowdownzero.blogspot.com. Again, incredible. Uh, check that one out. Um, and of course, all of the idiots on Reddit. Um, so <laughs> go ahead and check out numerous theories on Reddit. And on that, guys. Um, we are out of here. Um, again, want to give a couple quick shout outs. One, I forgot to mention this on the last episode. We dropped our new button pack. Um, shout out to at not bad luck. Uh, check out her Instagram. She's got a great shop. Uh, if you want to get some buttons of your own made up, she did the buttons for us. Fucking phenomenal businesswoman. Great prices, quality stuff here. Uh, so if you haven't checked out the website, go ahead and, uh, Check out the buttons, order a pack for yourself. Holidays coming up. And uh, also, quick shout out to NRG CBD. Check them out for all your CBD needs. Um, and on that, guys, we are out of here. Increase the peace and stay safe out there, everybody. Loyal Legion, thank you once again for tuning in. Uh, just wanted to say quick note on that. Uh, on the off chance that you do find your doppelganger, or maybe you find a doppelganger of your wife, your husband, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your alien lover, you bring them back home, and you'll have what Teabag coined the phrase of a doppelbanger. So with that one, we're out of here. Thanks, as always, for listening. Check out podcastfromouterspace.com. 
Grab yourself a t-shirt for the holidays, baby. As always, shout out to my boy Jimmy Steele and the folks at Beal Racing. Check them out on YouTube if you haven't already. Shout out for Work For It Apparel, Fern Semi-Famous Barbecue, and the Eisenhower Brothers. Shout out to all of you who are out there on the front lines working. Stay safe. Listen to the podcast. We love y'all. And on that note, so long and thanks for all the fish. <laughs>